Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Today we're going to be diving into the depth of the ocean of the Quran with another beautiful pearl from Surah Al-Fatiha. And this is ayah number 5 of Surah Al-Fatiha where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim Iyyaka na'budu wa iyyaka nasta'een It is you who we only worship and it is you who we seek help from. And you know, the scholars of the Quran have said that all the you know, scriptures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that were sent down to humanity, all the religious books were all summarized into the books of the people of the book, i.e. the Christians and the Jews and the Muslims. And then all of the books of the people of the book were summarized into one book which is the Quran. And the entire Qur'an was summarized in one surah, which is Surah Al-Fatiha. And the whole of Surah Al-Fatiha is summarized in one verse or one ayah, which is this ayah. And really this ayah is, is two parts. One part is the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the other part is seeking His help. And so this ayah teaches us, number one, balance. right? The balance between being confident to seek Allah's, you know, uh, to be worshippers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, be proud to be worshippers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and have that full sincerity to only worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. That is what the first part of this ayah is talking about. It is only you who we worship. And then the second part is the humility part, the part where you become humble. The part where you realize that you are weak. So yes, we, Allah, we do worship you, right, willingly, and we'll, we'll try our best to worship you. But at the same time, Ya Allah, Iyaka nasta'een. We also need your help. We constantly need your help in everything. And here, we don't really specify what we need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's help for, right? Usually, when you ask for help, you ask for help with homework, you ask for help in terms of, you know, your car broke down. But here, we just say, Ya Allah, we seek your help. For what? There's like a dot, dot, dot. There's a blank, right? Which means, indirectly, what we're saying is, Ya Allah, we seek your help in everything. And, you know, this second part of the ayah is where the humility comes. Because, you know, people who, you know, have an ego issue, people who are arrogant, they often never like to ask for help. Right? They feel self-sufficient. They don't need anyone's help. Whereas here we're admitting that, Ya Allah, it is only you who we need to seek help from. And therefore we are weak and we constantly need your help. Yes, we will try our best to do Iyaka Na'bud. We will try our best to be your slaves, Ya Allah. But at the same time, we desperately, desperately need your help. And the word Nasta'een comes from Isti'ana, which actually means putting in some effort before you ask for help. So it's not like you're sitting at home and you're having some popcorn and you're asking Allah to provide you some money or you're asking Allah for, to, for some sort of provision. No, you got to put in the effort. You got to put in the effort and then ask Allah for help. And that is captured in the word nasta'een. And you know, there's a beautiful hadith Qudsi where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that I've split the prayer between me and my slave into two halves, right? The first half is where we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by saying Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, all praise and gratitude are 
for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then we say Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim the extremely and abundantly merciful and then Malik Yawmiddin the king of the day of judgment and then Iyaka Na'bud wa Iyaka Nasta'in that is the f first half is where Iyaka Na'bud is for when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala introduces us in Fatiha with these beautiful names right by by praising him and appreciating him and you know affirming that he is the abundantly and extremely merciful we admit ya allah after you introduce us to who you are we worship you we are ready to worship you we are committed to worship you and we are you know sincerely going to try our best to worship you that's captured in iyaka na'bud that's the first half and then the second half is iyaka nasta'in oh allah we need your help we need your desperate help we'll try our best but we need your help and then what, we, what do we need Allah's help in? To guide us to the straight path. Guide us to the straight path. The path of those who you are have blessed. Not the path of those who are angered upon, nor the path of those who are lost. Now, what is the distinguishing factor between these three groups? The, the good people, the ones who are on the right path, and the two bad groups, which are one is, uh, you know, uh, there's anger upon them. The other group, they are lost. They are misguided. They're going on the, in the wrong direction. It's a very simple distinguishing factor. The right group, they had knowledge and they acted upon it. Whereas the maghdubi alayhim, those who are angered upon, they had the knowledge. They knew what they needed to do, but they chose not to do it. They fell you know, weak in front of their own temptations and desires. And so they had knowledge but no action. Okay. The third group are those who are lost, those who are ignorant. They don't even have knowledge. So they're acting without knowledge. And you know, in this beautiful hadith Qudsi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that whenever the slave says, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds by saying, Hamadani Abdi, my slave has appreciated and thanked me. Then when we say Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds to us. It's like a conversation. He responds to us and he says, Athna abdi. My slave has praised me even more. And then when we say Malik Yawmiddin, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds, My slave has glorified me. But, and when we reach this ayah, Iyaka na'budu wa Iyaka nasta'in, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds to us by saying, This matter is between me and my slave. And for my slave is whatever he asks for. So it's as if we are getting ready to ask for that dua, for that main supplication, which is اِهْدِنَا الصَّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ And Allah here is, is guaranteeing us that whatever you ask me, I will give you. هَذَا لِعَبْدِي وَلِعَبْدِي مَا سَأَلُ This is where this surah ends, right? Where we ask Allah for guidance. And so we're learning from this beautiful ayah from the Qur'an, a very fundamental lesson, which is balance, right? You put in the effort, but you ask Allah for help. And at the same time, you know, إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدْ إِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعْنِ You know these two words, إِيَّاكَ إِيَّاكَ They come before these two words, why? To emphasize our choice. We, out of our own choice, Ya Allah, choose to worship you. We, out of our own choice, choose to seek your help. Which again, highlights the beauty of the freedom of choice in our beautiful religion. And then Iyaka Na'bud, you see the noon in Na'bud and Nasta'in. This shows the collective effort. Right? We worship you together, Ya Allah, and we seek your help together. So, you know, this deen is not about self being selfish and doing something on your own. 
you know, praying alone. No, especially for the males, it's encouraged to go out and pray in congregation, pray together jointly. And, you know, it's a collective effort where you're part of the community and you are concerned about your fellow brothers. At the same time, you know, this is, uh, you know, Iyaka Na'bud also highlights the, the importance of sincerity. Because sincerity means you're 100% sincere to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You don't have any hidden agenda. You don't, you're not worshipping Allah to become famous. You're not worshipping Allah for some financial gain or for, for some other to impress somebody or to gain some sort of status in society. And, you know, we learn this balance of putting in the effort and seeking Allah's help from uh, Hajar salam story where she wanted to feed her child Ismail some water in the middle of the desert. She goes from Safa to Marwa, Safa to Marwa seven times, right? There's no water, there's nobody there, but she keeps doing it. What makes her keep going, right? It is her reliance and trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He will help. And eventually after the seventh time, the spring of Zamzam comes out and the baby's thirst is quenched. Not only that, Allah makes Zamzam, that water, flow till today, subhanAllah, until the end of time. So we'll see you tomorrow with another prayer from the Quran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.